you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Football. It's Friday, February 18th. Yeah. Feels good to be sitting here with these guys, Peter Schrager, Kyle Brandt, and Super Bowl champion Sean O'Hara. We are a couple days removed from Super Bowl 56. We've had a parade since then, and now other storylines creeping up as we hit the lead block. Lead block! Lead block. That's right, uh, that storyline. Let's go. That is Aaron Rodgers, the name we'll be talking about all offseason long, without a doubt. Mm -hmm. He's got a big decision to make. Last week at NFL Honors, he picked up that fourth career MVP you just saw, and he did give some insight into his timeline. Didn't he? Didn't he? Did he not? I don't know. I wouldn't rule that out. You know, I think that I'm just enjoying this season for this season, and I think there's playing next year is will definitely be in the thought process. Saying that doesn't mean, or, or any of the comments I've made, doesn't mean I'm thinking about elsewhere. I do want to clarify that. The things that I've said about the team this year, about Brian's and, I rela and I's relationship, uh, has been heartfelt and genuine, and I do appreciate a lot of the things that I've seen from the team. I'm just savoring this year, I think, as much as anything. And I don't want to, it won't be something where I'll drag it out for months and months, you know, have conversations uh, with my loved ones after the season, with, with Brian and Mark and Russ and coaching staff, and then make a decision at some point. You know, I'm not going to hold the team back from anything. And, and, and once I commit, and if it's committing to move forward here, it will be a quick decision. Okay, so a bit of a gaffe here that obviously not from NFL honors. He's not rocking the bomb look. That's not after he picked up that fourth MVP that was after that loss. He's, of course, saying he wants to take a breath and see. He did speak to Taylor Bashotti, guys, backstage mm -hmm. after he won. He's a little bit more, you know, I feel like in the speech it was very nostalgic. Thank mm -hmm. yous. He named a lot of the front office members by first name, was very grateful for his time mm -hmm. spent in Green Bay, and then told Taylor he did start talks preliminarily, right, with Green Bay, and he's going to sort it out. Basically, we know nothing. It doesn't matter what 
what footage we show you, from what <laughs> You know nothing, Jon Snow. We know nothing at all. So there's obviously a domino effect that we do know will take place when he does make a decision. Is Aaron Rodgers' future the biggest off-season storyline, in your opinion, Kyle? February 18th right now, it's the clubhouse favorite, yes. Yeah. That doesn't mean it's a lock. Okay. Okay? Like, we got some whales out there. Okay. If Tom Brady decides he wants to play for the Dolphins next year, that's the bigger story than Rodgers. Deshaun Watson playing, being on the field some next time next yeah. year is a big story for a lot of different reasons. But right now, we're going to go with Rodgers. And a little bit of clarity. This is perfect. Okay, you mentioned the clip from Honors. This I know for a fact is from Honors because okay. you can tell. I, tell me if this is not from Honors. He accepts the speech and what you talked about, mentions these people. And you know why I know we're already into the story? Because the dissection is already starting of like, what does that mean? What does this mean? And when he did this at Honors, which Kay was referring to, the next morning was, I think he's coming back. I think he's, let's, let's see for ourselves, which is definitely at Honors. Watch, prove me wrong. I'd like to thank the Green Bay Packers, Mark, Brian, Russ, our incredible fan base. It's been uh, an amazing 17 years. So thankful for the memories and the moments over the years. All right, so that's Mark Murphy, president, Brian Goodkins, GM, and Russ Ball, the okay. VP. And those guys were, we thought they didn't get along, they didn't like him. So the next day take was like, oh my gosh, he's acknowledging them, and they've come so far. I think when you see the headline, that makes sense. But when you watch that clip, it seems to be like a goodbye to me still. It still has a goodbye vibes. So never mind what I think in this sense. My point is, is that we are now into this phase of every single thing is dissected. Obviously, we saw the headlines this week about his personal life, which I think is kind of unsavory, but that's being wildly dissected. He's got Tom Clements, his old quarterback coach. The Packers have brought him in and unretired him to put him on the staff to maybe bring Rodgers back. You see what I'm saying? I'm already into relationships and quarterback coaches and da 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 <laughs> Yes, it's the biggest story, unless Brady comes out of retirement. But don't you think that he's just playing with all of us the whole time? Like, that speech is very premeditated. He's very measured, right? He likes when people are connecting those dots and putting their heads into a puzzle. I think he does. Mm -hmm. I think the difference between this year and last year is not a true sequel. Last year went into August. We're not going into August this year. Mm. He's already said, I'm going to think about this soon. This is going to come out sooner. So we are not going to sit around for months and months. But I still watch that speech and read it as it's been an amazing run. I'm nostalgic. And thank you guys. We made right at the end. But goodbye. Can I go one step further on yes. the NFL honors? All right. So he's been a friend of our shows. Kay, you've interviewed him several times. Kyle, you've interviewed him several yeah. times. NFL honors. He talked to Taylor afterwards. He did not walk the red carpet, right? Could or he? Or what? Was that, is, that, is there something, because he was worried that maybe you guys would ask him the questions that yeah. were going to be, hey. It could have been a few reasons he didn't want Was he avoiding yeah. it? Mm -hmm. Maybe. Yeah, well, yeah, definitely. I think for sure. I think he came in a back door and, like, was just not into it. But why, though? All right. Was he at anything else? Any appearances? I didn't see I didn't him. See Did him. you guys see him, talk to him? No, no, I no, never saw him. I know he showed up at a couple parties. Will Blackman had him at his event. Did he? He was a wine tasting? Yeah, yeah, I think he showed so up So he that. was at that. So yeah. we've got to look at all this stuff. Because yeah. it matters. Absolutely we do. Who is he with? You have to. And yes, it's <laughs> was he at honors by himself? I felt like he was there by himself. I think well, so, he was yeah. There, but when so he was there, I was watching him with close eyes, like a hawk. Yeah. Uh, and he was just <laughs> hugging up Josh Allen for a while. Hugging up James Jones for a while, and then the guy that was most important, oh. hugging up Matt LaFleur yeah. for a lot yeah. of it. Lot of I mean, time. this was a lot of LaFleur time, and yeah. I spoke to LaFleur for a long time at the cocktail party beforehand. Yeah. Yes, I've got cocktail party talk. I thought and you were hanging out with Justin Tucker at the cocktail party. Tucker and LaFleur. <laughs> wow, look at you, Peter. What a Motley crew. I took a picture with Miss America. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And LaFleur was basically like, I was like, why are you here? He's like, I'm nominated for Coach of the Year. And he was also like, dude, I, I'm here for Aaron also. I yeah. think Aaron's winning MVP, and I'm supporting Aaron. And I think the hiring of Tom Clements, which you mentioned, is huge. If you guys aren't aware of who Tom Clements is, he retired in 2020. He's 68 years old. Mm. Take a look at his resume for what he was as a quarterback's coach. 
11 years with Rodgers, and Rodgers loves Tom Clements, mm -hmm. loves him. Retired 2020, did not coach in 2021. Luke Getze goes and gets the Chicago job as his quarterback's coach is now the OC in Chicago. Rodgers' best years were with Tom Clements. I think this is a major move by the Packers to be like, we are not only all in and pushing all the chips in and doing all this stuff, we are going to convince a guy to come out of retirement just so you know, like, this is the message. Now, Lazard, Valdez Scantling, these guys are free agents. De Devontae Adams' contract has to do, those are far mm -hmm. more significant than maybe the hiring of a quarterback coach off the couch uh -huh. who is retired. But I think the gestures are right. And I think LaFleur probably knew Vrabel was winning coach of the year. And if we were to take the vote right now, maybe that vote goes to McVay or Zach Taylor or whoever else. But I think LaFleur knew that Vrabel was winning that. LaFleur still put the suit on, still brought his wife, still did the whole thing. It wasn't for the coach of the year. It was to be there for Rodgers. Mm. So the Packers are doing everything mm -hmm. in their power to show him, we want you full force. Please want us back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was interesting how when I saw Rodgers sitting down in front, I'm like, I'm like, he's definitely winning. There's no way he's here sure. if, if he's not going to get that award. But you're talking about gestures, Peter. And mm -hmm. when I think about the gesture of him, Kyle, thanking everybody for the memories, I kind of feel like it's a total 180 from what we saw last offseason. Last offseason, it was I wanted to be a part of the conversations. You'd think mm -hmm. that they would ask me about the receivers and yeah. the players that I would like to play with. So I feel like that was him acknowledging the growth with those relationships. That was a nice gesture. Was it a goodbye? I don't know. But I know this. All last offseason, where is Aaron Rodgers? He's not at OTAs. He's not a minicamp. Yeah. J-Lo's getting all the reps. They were following his private plane days leading up to training camp to see if he was going to show up. So, absolutely, every single day we're going to talk about where is he? What's he doing? Where is he training? Has he said anything? Is he throwing with the receivers? Is he with Devontae Adams? This is definitely going to be something that we're talking about every single day. Everybody's watching every aspect of it. The Packers are over the cap. I think it's $50 million 50. over the cap. So, for him to get a new contract and for them to sign Devontae Adams. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a lot of work to unpack here. We're talking to Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, and I think we're all a little bit, we, we have Rams fatigue sure. right now. Mm -hmm. But the Super Bowl winning coach, Sean McVay, has not said yet whether he's coming back. He mm -hmm. said the week of the Super Bowl, hey, man, I don't know, I need to take some time. So uh, I think that's going to be something that we're going to have okay. to pay attention to until McVay comes out with his official running mm. back. With all due respect to McVay, it's absolutely. I mean, you mentioned Devontae Adams. We've been talking about this now for 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. didn't even bring him. The tendrils on this Rogers story are Tenders. countless. Ten, you know what I'm saying? Like, it all, everything creeps out. If they're 50 million over the cap, Tunyon's up too. That's his yeah. boy, right? Yeah. He, we don't know if we're bringing yeah. him back. If you're Rogers, aren't you like, what's the plan for Devontae Adams? And yes, the franchise tag is an option. Is Devontae Adams going to accept that happily? Is he going to be happy on that? Is What are the assurances Adams shows up and is his guy? Mm -hmm. And if he's not his guy, I really think you're talking about hours logged between Cooper Cup and his quarterback, Matthew Stafford. Lots of reasons that Adams and Rodgers didn't have those hours last year between the two of them. They still had brilliant chemistry. What could it be if they had more? What will this look like if he's not there? Who is his go-to guy on this Packers team without Adams? That's when enticement from other squads comes because he might like Clement Triggs, but we know he likes Hackett a ton. So it might be this arms race, wine and dine, caviar, diamonds, pearls, whatever for Rodgers from the Broncos side because you might not have an Adams there, but you sure have some young, exciting receivers that don't exist on that current Packers roster. Now, I think you could argue Jerry Judy, Cameron Sutton, you go right down the list to all yeah. these guys that were huge. Cortland Noah Fant. Cortland Sutton. All these sure. guys are far more attractive than what 
the rest of the wide receivers. Well, he's not going to the Packers if Devontae's not there. there. There's no way he'll be on the Packers. And and for that to happen, they'd probably have to tag Devontae and to bring Rodgers back, which does a disservice to Devontae. So in Rodgers saying coming back and tagging him, it kind of undercuts Devontae's future. It's messy. There's no way he takes the field with that. In, I in, thought in you said he Rogers. would, that it doesn't matter if he would be there or not. You oh, think no, of, if Devontae Adams has to be there for Absolutely. him to come back. There's okay. no, I don't think there's any way he's going to the Packers without Devontae Adams. He's just, he, you couldn't succeed. It wouldn't. They Lazard wouldn't was open on that third down. I know. <laughs> Wide open, Peter. Wide open. And, and if you're Devontae, you're kind of okay playing on the tag if it is AR. But if I don't it's know. not AR, I don't are you think though? You are. I don't think you I mean, are. You've kind of done that. Because you know you're going to have another uh, a big year. Kind of get paid, and, but. I guess. I don't know. I know they want the Adams. He's, he's due. But the only way to, he would even think about the tag is if it's with AR. For sure. For sure. It, that's messy, though. Time for a little big deal or no big deal. Congrats to the Vikings. They introduced former Rams offensive coordinator Kevin O'Connell as the 10th head coach in franchise history. Yesterday afternoon, O'Connell uh, was added to Sean McVay's staff back in January 2020. He's got a Super Bowl ring bringing along with him to Minnesota. What a, what a couple of days this has been for Kevin O'Connell. Uh, he isn't the only piece of McVay's staff that's leaving L.A. The Broncos already added three Rams coaches to their new staff. So big deal or no big deal. We've talked about this a lot on the show. Sean McVay will need to replace several coaches from his staff this offseason. Peter needs to do that before he goes on vacation. Yeah, it's going to Mexico over the weekend, I believe. But first, he needs to hire a bunch of guys. I think this is a huge deal. Because of the timing of this, he's now losing O'Connell. He's now losing Evero, his, his safeties coach. He's going to be losing several others. The thought is they might lose six to eight to the Vikings or mm. the Broncos because of Hackett's connection with a lot of these guys and then also O'Connell's. And we're already at... February 20th, like I, Combine is in 10 days and you need to start having your team meetings. And you could say, yeah, promote from the bottom, but all the guys, they're being raided right now. So I think it's a huge deal and the timing of it is a major deal because you're already behind the clock and going all the way with the extra week with the Super Bowl and the extra week of the regular season. We're almost at March and Sean McVay has to fill eight spots. So guys to look at, if Thomas Brown doesn't get the Vikings job, he could be elevated to a job. Liam Cohen, who was with him for 2018 to 2019 and has been at Kentucky the last year, he might come back, but... Greg Olson was with was with Gruden's staff and was with Basaccia, and Greg Olson might be coming back. These are guys that he's had in his staff before, but it's slim pickings out there, and a lot of these coaches have already been agreed to on other staffs. I think it's a big deal. It's never been too big for them to overcome, mm -hmm. but I, I mean, when you're talking like a, a half a dozen coaches at, in late February, I think that's a big mm. deal. Yeah, Sean McVay had a, a great quote last week, where he and he said, "Yeah, this is uh, champagne problems." Yeah. So I'm going to say no big deal, and here's why: we've seen this before. I mean, obviously with Super Bowl winning teams, they get their coaches plucked, their players plucked. But we've seen it before with McVay. The last time we went to the Super Bowl, right? He lost. I mean, he just played against Zach Taylor, who was on his staff. He lost Lafleur. I feel like because they have such a veteran group, they're going to be fine. Just bringing in some other guys. The system is already in. He is the play caller on offense. So it's not like I've got somebody coming in that has to learn my system and then now learn how to call plays. So I think they're going to be okay with that. Obviously, they've got some pieces up front to, to figure out offensively along the offensive line with Whitworth out mm -hmm. and Brian Allen being a free agent. But I think that this is something that is just going to be a blip on the radar once the season starts. You bring in a, a couple new coaches. Once they get acclimated to it, They've already got a great culture. Everybody already knows the system. They've got veterans that are teaching the young guys how to do it. So I think for McVay, yeah, champagne problems. He'll be popping the bubble eight.
I remember Scott Pioli told us the story of when they won that first Super Bowl with Belichick, and then on the flight home from the Super Bowl, they had to get together on the plane and talk about the combine, and they had an expansion draft that year, and that's how quick it starts. And yet, I, I have no big deal. And I, I have full trust in McVay. At, at this point, I feel like he could take the uh, Rams custodian and make him offensive coordinator and then do that for a job. <laughs> it's not the first time he's done this. He's done it over and over again. And you know what the thing is? He's going to get the best uh, candidates and the best people because anybody mm. who now is any way attached to McVeigh is going to become a head coach in like 20 minutes. So, yes, I'm supposed to quiver with fear about how many players it is. The great coaches deal with it. You know, we were supposed to hear that the 49ers defense was going to be terrible without Robert Sala and they're right back cracking skulls in Lambeau Field the next year. It's not a minuscule deal, but I'm yeah. not saying it's going to all all encompassing at all. I feel like it's not fair that we're saying it's not a big deal because it's we, we just expect him to do it. You're going to find your next Zach Taylor. You're going to find your next Brandon Staley. You always do. But to your point, you're telling me like maybe those two weeks are absolutely critical and he's two weeks behind the ball and that matters a ton. I think so because there's 31 other teams who are already filling their staffs and filled and he's the last bite at the apple. And, you know, when you lose guys, like they lost their assistant special teams coordinator. You're like, oh, it doesn't matter. you got to fill that role. They lost their safeties coach. Well, that's big. And, you're right. They do have Raheem Morris still. They do have him, and they have all those veteran they players. They but, do, but do they, Shregs? Do yeah. they have those veteran players? Eric Weddle, what a point he made yesterday when he goes, the coaches set the agenda, we're the ones that sell it. The veterans in the locker room. Weddle really sold me on the veteran leadership in the locker room. No Weddle. Is Donald coming back? We don't know. No like Whitworth. what's No Whitworth. Talk to me about that. I mean, that's ooh, it's tough. The Aaron Donald thing is fascinating because McVay put him in a corner on the parade. He's like, you're coming back, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, he, he thought it was... He took a pause, <laughs> and then he went on, like, James Corden, and then he went to the Laker game. There was no, like, definitive, I'm definitely coming back. Mm -hmm. So the Donald thing is worth watching. McVay will be back. Mm -hmm. I don't know about Donald. Mm -hmm. Lots of storylines uh, mm -hmm. going on. All right, which team will be the most fascinating this offseason? We're picking ours next. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, <laughs> hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm -hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Super Bowl 56 is over. Now, what's next? Welcome to Good Morning Football. We're live in New York City. It's Friday, February 18th. I'm Kay, Peter, Kyle, and Sean. We are all hanging out. Please tweet our show at GMFB. Time for Lee Block. Lee Block. Uh, what do we have our eyes on? What is the single most fascinating storyline or team mm. heading into the offseason? Let's go, hey, Sean. Super Bowl Come on, Sean. Uh, look, we always start with the defending Super Bowl champ. So I'm going to go uh, from a year ago. Okay. The defending Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm. After they win it, Bruce Arians, Tom Brady, hey, let's win two they start talking about the repeat and then they went on to sign and re-sign all of their free agents all 22 never been done before in the history of the nfl they all came back so um, my eyes are on the bucks this year no tom brady unless shregs gives us breaking news here during the show but now all of a sudden those free agents that they were able to keep now they've got a huge list look at the list of free agents right now for the bucks that they're going to lose possibly via free agency um, and, and so I'm looking at seeing who are you going to keep? Ryan Jensen? Uh, yeah, I'm starting off with the center, the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Gronk's a free agent. Godwin coming off the knee injury as well. Both running backs right there, Fournette and Jones. I mean, this is a lot. Uh, like Tom Brady is in one conversation, and then now it's all right, you're BA, you got to reload. How do you find a way to, to make your roster competitive again if you lose all of these guys? So, of course, Everybody's going to be on tilt listening for Tom Brady, who said never say never. So we're going to be listening to that. But this team right now is could look drastically different from top to bottom. Yeah, and I think the quarterback position is probably even more important than all those free agents. Oh, yeah. So, like, if it's for not sure. Brady, is it going to be Blaine Gabbert next year? Starting? Kyle Trask. Is it going to be Kyle Trask? Is it going to be Ryan Griffin? Jimmy Garoppolo? Could you go for Jimmy? It's all in the yeah. ether, and it's a great point. And to think that Tampa, the last time we had the draft combine, they were working behind the scenes at the combine to get Brady. Yeah. And now here we are. We've missed a year of the combine. We're coming back, and they're going to have to work again. It's interesting. We go to the team that we saw a press conference from yesterday announcing their new head coach, the Minnesota Vikings. I think the Vikings are fascinating. They've got a lot of talent on that roster. Justin Jefferson and Harrison Smith are two of the best players in the league. Adam Thielen's really good. Kirk mm-hmm. Cousins could play quarterback. And yet, they've missed the playoffs the last couple of years. They've kind of been this mediocre team. The NFC is ripe for the picking. I, the Vikings are fascinating to me as they bring in a youth influx at coach and GM, replacing Mike Zimmer and Rick Spielman. You get Kwesi and you get Kevin O'Connell. They were asked about Kirk Cousins yesterday. I thought this was pretty curious. Take a listen. Can you guys, with all the rumors swirling around, can you say that Kirk Cousins will definitely be the Vikings quarterback in 2022? I know he's under contract and I'm excited to coach him. We've already started thinking about how we're going to build those systems for him and our other quarterbacks and really our, uh, you know, the tremendous skill group we have, our, our guys up front. It takes all 11 to move the football on offense, to run it, to throw it, to score points in the red zone. But, uh, you know, I'm anticipating Kirk being a part of what we do. Yeah, just to reiterate, I'm excited that he's excited to to coach him and and lead him, and we're focused on building the team around him that set us up to succeed the best we can. Okay. 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 So that seems like he's our guy. 45 million for Kirk Cousins. It's a lot. Then Neil Hunter's a free agent. What are we going to do with him? They got to pick up his option before this thing. Everyone says, well, they'll restructure, they'll restructure, they'll restructure. Sean, you played the game. You signed a contract. Yeah. Do you have to restructure because everyone says you should restructure? Or could Kirk Cousins dig his feet and be like, no, 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 no. I'm under contract. You paid me that. You signed me. I would have signed with another team. I think it's fascinating because this team is right there. 
Cousins is going to be making 20% of the salary cap. It seems like O'Connell and Cousins had a great relationship in Washington. And one of the reasons they like it, because Cousins was, and we love Kirk Cousins as a guy. I don't know if we love him for $45 million on the cap. And yet, is it in the team's right to say, hey, you, just, you should take less? No. A classic case of, you signed this deal too, you know. Yeah. Fascinated how this plays out. Can't wait to see because they've got to build a team around him, as they all said. And if he's your guy, which he is, then you got to kill him on who you drafted in the third round. And what if he doesn't say, yeah, sure, I'll take 20 million less, or I'll take 10 million less? Like, why should he do that? Mm -hmm. well, only if they add a couple of years on. Like, hey, sure, we'll structure yeah. it. Yeah. Let's kick the can down the road a little bit. I'll take okay. a little less this then year you're for committed to two more years for a couple of more yeah, years. Yeah, guaranteed money. Like, his whole contract mm -hmm. was guaranteed. Yeah, so it's, we'll see. It's further complicated by how difficult it is to describe how good Cousins is. If you have to describe it in one word, it's almost impossible. Because I think the word Man. good is not sufficient. What would you do it? I don't know. I, I think he's better than good, but I wouldn't say he's great. It's very difficult. His his legacy and identity in the league, like if you're ranking quarterbacks, that whole drill, which I'm sure we'll do in the offseason, I don't even know where you put him. Sometimes he's excellent. I want to so throw maybe the word is complicated. I know. Like, go ahead. I want to be like, would you rather have Dak or Cousins? I can't talk about the Cowboys right now. If Rogers yeah. leaves, would you rather have Cousins or go really? Then are you more like shoot for the moon? Let's go get somebody even it's greater. A great question. Like, like Rogers is out gone, of Green Bay. It's ours right there. Got to keep Cousins. Can Cousins? Right? Or are you like this is our moment? Let's go. I'd rather have Cousins than Dak. I'd take Dak. I'd rather have Cousins than Dak. Yes, I don't, I, the Cowboys. Wow. Oh. Yeah. There's a guy that nobody wants, I don't think, but I can't quit. I can't quit Baker Mayfield. Nice. I, I just, I'm, I'm fascinated by him as a person. And I'm going to talk about the Browns as my most interesting team for a lot of reasons. A year ago, Stefanski's coach of the year, Baker ended the curse. He's the future. He's never mind all that jersey with the names on the back. It's all over. The nuclear winter that Cleveland's been in is over. With every single game that the Rams won, Baker and the Browns looked worse. They were the uh, punchline. They were the butt of jokes about Odell and that whole way that thing ended. What's Baker's future? Yeah. Is, is Baker one year from now looking for a backup job? Or is he's uh, had another resurrection and the Browns said, never mind, we are going to extend you? Is he Mitch Trubisky? Or is he this guy who's going to prove it? Because all anybody wants to talk about, including us as a show, is when his back's against the wall, that's when Baker is the best. Well, th that the bricks are scraping the back <laughs> of his. He is there pushing him against the wall. And I, I just can't wait to see where this goes. They have the 13th pick in the draft. All kinds of questions. Now the Bengals are the next best thing in the, in the AFC North. So you call upon uh, people whose opinion you trust, including professional wrestling sensation Mike the Miz Mizanin, who is a Browns fan, who came on our show last week and yeah. had this to say about Baker Mayfield. I want competition. Oh. I want the Browns to either draft someone in the third round okay. or I want them to go out and get Jimmy G. I don't care what they have to do. Baker needs some competition because when Baker's back is up against the wall, when Baker has a chip on so his right. shoulder, he is a dangerous Baker Mayfield. Give him a, a wide receiver one in our first round in the draft and let's Go. Yeah, it's got taste. That's what I'm talking about. We're going to the Super Bowl next year. That's the guy right there. I, that's the guy. We love the Miz, and he's a Browns fan from day one. I will only say this: last year at this time, they were the it team. They were so exciting. Browns this, Browns that. This year, you will not hear about it. It's all in that in that division alone. It's all the Bengals. It's Lamar, and it's what are the Steelers gonna do? Baker. Maybe it'd be the perfect situation from him, but we'll find out. Browns. Well, those Browns fans just saw Odell go. I know. Win a Super Bowl. That locker room just saw Juice Landry still in that locker room. Just yep. saw his boy just win a Super Bowl. So lots of expectations, even though it might be quiet. How about what are the Niners uh -huh. doing? I look at the Niners and I think their window is now. So you have Jimmy G. So I guess you're trading him somewhere in the offseason. Okay, so let's say that happens. Trey Lance has to be Mahomes, basically. Because you look at Jimmy, say what you want about him. What he did for this team, he took him to an NFC title game in his full 
two years as a Niners starter and a Super Bowl, by the way. If you move on from him, the impact has to be that and more right away. It's very Stafford Goffey, if you ask me, right? Yeah. You have to. The team is built to win now. You've got to take them further than they've gone to make it worth it. There was like a Zapruder film. Did you guys see this? This video circulating yesterday from a Niners practice. Trey Lance, very Mahomes-esque like throw. Niners fans are going crazy. So it just pointed out to me. Everything that Trey Lance does, everything Jimmy G does is going to be absolutely scrutinized every step of the way when they get this right. But they have to win now, Shriggs. What are they doing? And where is Jimmy G going? you got to think they're going to trade him outside the conference. Probably. Do they care that much about him? Like Rodgers, I get it. They care that if he's in the NFC East or something. If he goes to Tampa, are they really shaking in their boots? I don't know. I don't know either. He will be traded, though, right? Is Lance ready? Is Lance ready to lead? It's not ready to start. Is he ready to lead this team to a Super Bowl? Because it's going to be similar to what the Rams are Joe Montana went on Kevin Clark's podcast. And he said he's hearing from Niners players that Trey Lance is not ready. That was the thing that happened last week. And that's, that's, not, that's not good. And they're saying... I said that during yeah. the postseason, and people crushed me for it. Well, we didn't not see there, him. not there, and I'm like... Well, Ian, let's not young. forget I don't Shregs. have to be an insider to know, like, you'd get him involved in some way in yeah. the post, in these big games ready, to yeah. use him, and he's not ready. So, But there's no room for growing pains, Kyle. Mm-hmm. With this team, let's where not they forget, are. Mike, they lose Mike McDaniel uh, to, to Miami. Uh-huh, they're off his uh-huh. corner. So, look, Kyle Shanahan, great coach, great... But, Mike McDaniel was layering things in that offense uh-huh. and getting all kinds of creative uh, movements then, and shifts and formations. Then don't move on from him because I don't know if you're going to have instant success with Trey Lance. Or is there another chip to follow hey. somewhere? Hey, with that. You never know with Johnny ball. Lynch. Yeah. I'm just saying. All right. We had crazy hours in L.A. And we didn't see a lot of people we're used to seeing. But we got a lot of Nate Burleson on Good Morning oh, yeah. Football, which we love and are very grateful for. And he is here now to hang out with us. <laughs> He's smiling bright and early on a Friday. Nate, we love you. We want to talk about Matthew Stafford up first. This week there's, you know, so much to celebrate with him and everything that's going on. So just maybe your thoughts on how the Super Bowl win affects the way he should be perceived now. As a Hall of Famer, Matthew Stafford should have a gold jacket waiting on him when he's done playing. I mean, just think about it. He's, what, number 12 in yards and touchdowns. He'll probably end up in the top 10. He has a Super Bowl ring now. The respect that he has amongst his peers is there. Maybe not Richard Sherman, but what he has done in this league leading up to this point and then now going and getting that Super Bowl, how can you question it? Oh, and not to mention, the guy that he threw the ball to His entire career, Calvin Johnson, was a first ballot Hall of Famer. So if this isn't a stamp of approval for him to make that elite club, uh, you know, I I don't know what is. And I I heard Richard Sturman's statements. I like Richard. Me and him have a good relationship. This isn't my opportunity to take a shot at him and have him, you know, being upset at me. But I completely disagree with you. For you to say, oh, well, he hasn't had uh, the All-Pros or the Pro Bowl seasons. You know, he hasn't been looked at as the greatest of his era. He also was drafted to Detroit. And this isn't a shot at Detroit. Y'all know how much I love the city, the team. But, Richard Sherman, let me ask you this. If, if you were drafted by the Jags, will we be looking at your career the same? Nah, you landed on a, a team that was built defensively and offensively to do something special over the course of your career there in Seattle. That's what made your team legendary, and that's what made you a legend and a soon-to-be Hall of Famer. Other players aren't that lucky to be in those same circumstances. So I feel like Matt Stafford has... Proven to all the critics that not only is he a guy that can step up in the moments that matter the most, those clutch moments, but now um, he can be looked at as a Hall of Famer when he's done playing. That sounds like a shot at Detroit, Nate. (laughs) Nah, it ain't no shot at Detroit. Uh, You know that. (laughs) 
He's got lion's blood in his veins. Hey, so, Nate, here's the question. Uh, you obviously yeah. were talking about Stafford, but in that old division of the NFC North, it's still Rodgers, and we're already five mm-hmm. days into the offseason. We've talked about him every day. I'm not saying we're bored of it, but we're waiting for a decision on Rodgers. How do you see this all playing out? And do it from your CBS studios because we're doing it all day from here. I feel like he's gone. You have Devontae Adams, right, who wants to be the highest-paid wide receiver. I don't believe that the Green Bay Packers are going to pay him the money that he wants, which means he's going to land somewhere else. Aaron Rodgers, is he going to come back and be the QB for a team who is without the number one guy that he's been leaning on? I don't think he will. And and, and with what he did this past offseason, I feel like Aaron Rodgers was putting the writing on the wall. We didn't have to assume. If he would have won a Super Bowl, that would have been the best opportunity for him to come back. Because the energy's there, the vibe's there, the team, the camaraderie, and you get to celebrate that Super Bowl victory and then try to do it again the next season. But with the way that this season ended, the previous season ended, every single season before that, until, you know, every season before that, he's looking at this team saying we're at the end of the road. So... I do believe that he'll land somewhere else. I know a lot of people are saying the Denver Broncos is a great landing spot, great wide receivers. You have a good running game, offensive line, a tight end. Um, and you have, you know, John Elway who can talk to you in a way that uh, most people can't. So I feel like the Denver Broncos might be the best landing spot. Um, got for years, got dressed with you every single morning. Then it went away because of COVID because yeah. you left the show. But I got to do it again uh, in L.A. And I love the look you had where you had Michael Jackson socks on. Like, they were so cool. And I watched you pulling yeah. them on. You looked amazing, as you always do. But we had a debate here yesterday that wasn't about your clothes. It was about Whitworth's and Aaron Donald's lack thereof at the parade. So, Nate, what was a better look? Big Andrew Whitworth wearing a T-shirt with high school Ooh. Cooper Cup on it. Or Aaron Donald wearing no shirt whatsoever. What was the better look? We, we've seen enough of Aaron Donald. We get it. The dude is built like an Adonis. <laughs> he looks incredible with this shirt. I've never seen a defensive lineman look like that. We were actually talking about it on the set yesterday, and I was pulling up pictures on my phone, showing him off to the, the talent here on CBS Mornings as if he was somebody that I knew. But... I'm going with Whitworth in the Cooper Cup high school shirt. You know how it is on Good Morning Football. We're all about nostalgia. I think that photo of Cooper Cup is what we all identify with. We all had a little bit of that in our lives. So that was me. That was you. That was all of you at home. That just awkward stage in high school where we didn't know what was going on. But then time would only tell if we would be a Super Bowl MVP like Cooper Cup is. So shout out to Whitworth in that shirt. I need one, actually. Hey, yo, Big Wit, send me one. Yeah. Last week, uh, I saw you got to sit down with Dr. Dre, Nate, Snoop, Mary J. Blige. What was that moment like for you? It's funny because I went to the to the VIP area before we sat down with Mary J, Dre, and Snoop. And I walk in. You know, they have all these handlers. There's a thousand people in the room. And then uh, Dre pops up. And I'm a fan. And as soon as I walk in there, I'm like, hey, yo, what's up, Dr. Dre? How you doing? My name is Nate Bros. He was like, hey, yo, what's up, Nate? And I'm like, oh, snap. Dre knows my name? This is wild. So then I go over there and I'm doing the whole, like, yo, listen, it was going to be a good interview. I been a fan for a long time and he was like hold on hold on hey yo hey yo dog nate's here and then behind this curtain is snoop now i, I didn't see him but i could definitely smell him because you know snoop has a certain pregame that he does <laughs> first he goes 
hey, yo, Doc, I'll be right there. And then he walks around the corner. <laughs> Dr. Dre, he's like, Doc. hey, yo, Nate, what's up, homie? I said, oh, snap. Mm-hmm. I was like, what's up, Stu? He said, hey, I see what you're doing on the news. You're doing your thing. And I said, yo, mm-hmm. am I in a 90s Dr. Dre <laughs> video right now? Uh-huh. I'm fanning right. out, but I'm still trying to keep cool. Like, outside, I'm like, yo, what's up, Snoop? How you doing? Good to see you. What's up, Dre? But then inside, I'm like, oh, my God, it's Dre and Snoop. So shout out to Dre, Snoop, and Mary J. They showed me love. And also, MJ Acosta did an incredible job. And that halftime show, absolutely lit. Amazing. Love it. Excellent work by you and MJ Acosta on that. Very cool to see you sharing that stage with those actors. sure you held your breath. Legends. No, 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 not Nate. Nate, you look like a million bucks. We love you. We'll see you. We're going to take a break. We have a dark week coming up. No, no show next week for us live. Oh, you guys enjoy your time off. You deserve it. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Lead block. Lead block. Let's do it. Uh, Adam Rank, always funny, always nailing it. NFL.com. He made a list of the five big name players that he thinks should be traded this offseason. Here are the guys, but I still want you to go read the article. I'm I'm almost kind of mad we gave this away. Mm. Kyler Murray, Saquon Barkley, two superstars in the league, Patriots wide out in the heel. Harry, Raiders pass rusher, Cleveland Farrell, and Washington safety, Landon Collins. Three of those dudes, top five draft picks, mind you. Check it out, the full article with all of his reasoning at NFL.com slash rank. Always a nice, easy read. So thank you, Adam Rank, for providing us with content. What is the one move you guys want to see this offseason? Kyle! I'm right with Rank, as always. Top of the list, Kyler Murray. I know this is a real thing, and I do believe there's a real disconnect, and it's all new wave stuff where it's not just the unhappy quarterback, but, it, you know, it's we've talked about this a lot. Kyler Murray has a potential baseball career. He has a potential video game career. So I'm trying to think what the move is that I want to see. The move is that I want to see is that Kyler Murray comes out and says, I want to bring a Super Bowl championship to the Arizona Cardinals. Oof. And the Cardinals come out and say, we are unequivocally devoted and committed to Kyler Murray, and we know we're going to win multiple titles in the city together. 
I don't know if either of them are going to happen, you know, and I don't know if either of them want to happen. I, I don't know that. So that's what I want to see. But, you know, Kyler made a statement about this nonsense is what not what he is about, which I found really hypocritical because he helped create a lot of it. But I want to hear that he's all in, even if it's not with the Cardinals. Are you all in with football? Would you rather hang out with DeAndre Hopkins or Ninja? You know, I mean, do you want to be a professional Mario Kart driver? If you do, that's fine. And it's really incredible that you have that option. We don't have that option. Do whatever you want to do. But for the sake of Good Morning Football, which is our show, I would love someone as good as you and as blessed as you and as talented as you to take those talents and put them on the football field. And we just want to know, are you in? Are you with the Cardinals? Are you with football? That's the move I want. Until we get that, it's just going to be a lot of, I think he's in. Yeah. I think the Cardinals like him. It's it's unsavory. And to like be it. clear, you don't think he can't manage both, right? He can be a part of sure. this plan as long as he comes out and says that he's committed to football also, right? Because can both exist? Because we're seeing players, Marquise, we're seeing, like, you know, eSports yeah. and gaming are a big deal. Can he do both? I think he should definitely game and do all the eSports stuff. But I would like to see a priority especially as a quarterback. Like, my, my number one priority is to win a football championship for the for the Arizona Cardinals. And I don't know if it is. And if it isn't, fine. Do whatever you want, man. But just, like, let people know because you the, the guy. that Kyler Murray was, like, watching every down of the Super Bowl? No, I don't. But I don't know. Maybe that's I don't know. I'm saying, though, that's the, that's the perception, yeah. though, that, like, the Super Bowl's on and we're not 100% sure Kyler Murray's watching it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the perception. I don't think that's true. Mm-hmm. I think that guy loves football and loves the ball and loves to throw the ball and loves it all. Why are you saying that? I don't know but if that's the true perception, either. But the perception, because, look, he's a football player, but the perception is that he didn't even watch the Super Bowl, yeah. which is a terrible thing know. for your starting quarterback. I don't know if he watched the playoff game he was in. It was, that was a weird game. So he's got it. So does he have a PR problem that's pretty epic, right, right yeah. now? Yeah. Yeah. Right, now, right now, he certainly does. And his quote of love me or hate me, I think that that's been the narrative <laughs> throughout before he even came to the NFL of, hey, do you want to play football, to your point, mm-hmm. or baseball? Which one is it? And he just never, the body language just tells you something else. But I have to say, I'm sorry, back to the Rank article. Rank is not saying what I'm saying. He's saying trade him. Yeah. Like he is saying the Arizona Cardinals should wash their hands of this guy. Which is, I mean, a Super Bowl movie. I, maybe they will. Maybe they, because we're all saying we don't know. We don't know if he loves, we don't, we're just He's guessing. so down. They know. Like, they know exactly. What, and if they feel this relationship is unsavory and they trade him, like, that's. I think it's ooh. okay. I honestly do. I think I everyone's hope so. seen it a little bit. And they've had a month. I, I feel like we're going to come into the combine and Cliff is going to speak to the media at the okay. combine. And okay. you'll find out that these guys are on great terms and it's going to be all right. I feel like it might be a lot of stuff outside, but like. Kyler's Instagram post, it's a picture of him alone. Uh. It's, it doesn't mention the Cardinals in it. Like, there's little PR things. Like, you say, I love the Arizona Cardinals and my teammates. And a picture of you and the guys, it's a little different than just love me or hate me with, uh-huh. like, a stoic image of uh-huh. you throwing a football. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to win games when, when your quarterback is solo. And this, this whole story kind of reminds me of Carson Wentz when stuff was coming out about him in Philly. Like, hey, he doesn't hang out with everybody. Not a, not a great teammate. And a lot of people came to his defense, but then they drafted Jalen Hurts and now Carson right. Wentz is in Indianapolis. So, For now. Yeah, there's definitely some, some teeth to that. Look, I, I think I'm going to continue the quarterback talk here. Give me Jimmy Garoppolo right now this offseason. I'm almost excited for Jimmy G to see where he lands because I still think he can play. Mm-hmm. And I think, look, we, th- we always think about, man, the Super Bowl and – you know, maybe that one throw to Emmanuel Sanders where if he makes that pass and they complete that pass, they win the Super sure. Bowl. It's the trajectory of his career is completely different. But when you look at Jimmy G, I mean, back in 2019, he led the league in fourth quarter comebacks. You look at the fact that he was just in the NFC Championship game again. I, th- I think he's got some some really good years ahead of him still. He's got some good football left in him. I thought that he carried himself uh, extremely professional, handled everything this entire year, uh, last year. So I'm looking forward to seeing where he lands. Mm. And I know a team will be extremely excited to have him. You know a team we haven't spoken about since they lost the wild card round? The Steelers. 
and TJ Watt was up there at honors winning that defensive player of the year. And it was like, gosh, their defense is good. And gosh, they have a lot of talent on offense. Najee Harris, fantastic rookie season. I like the wide receivers. And even if it's not Juju, if you've got Deontay Johnson and you've got some of the other guys there and the young rookie Fryermuth, who's throwing on the football now that Ben's gone? Now, Mason Rudolph might be the guy and we hand the, the, the mantle to Mason Rudolph. We say, all right, and that's fine. And I think they can win games with Mason Rudolph. I look at Jameis Winston and I'm like, is Jameis coming back to the Saints? Does Jameis want to come back to a play for a defensive head coach? Or is Jameis better suited for Pittsburgh? I'm curious to see if Pittsburgh makes a run at Jameis Winston. And like, to me, Jameis, he can't go back to Tampa. I think that bridge is done. I don't see him in Carolina. Like, I still think Jameis Winston's a starter in this league. And had he not been injured during the season, who knows what New Orleans would have done. They were a game away with Ian Book and Trevor Simeon and the rest of the guys. Uh, Do they run it back with Jameis? Yeah, that's probably the likely. If you're telling me where's Jameis going to be next year, I'd say the favorites, the Saints. I think that makes the most sense. I kind of like the idea of Mike Tomlin and Jameis Winston saying, let's team up, let's resurrect this thing. What do you think about that marriage? I like that marriage. I do. I I think Jameis has a big arm. I think Jameis uh, has something to prove. And I think he's now spent two years getting a doctor's degree in quarterback play from not only Drew Brees, but from Sean Payton. Now he can take it on. I I think Steelers fans might be wincing at this thought. They might want a bigger fish. They might want to see Rodgers or Wilson. Or even want to see Mason Rudolph get that opportunity. But I'll just put that out there. I think Jameis Winston to the Steelers. Mm. Is he under contract? No, he's a one-year deal. Okay. Interesting. Kind of enticing. Cheap, too. If you're Jameis, do you want to play in Pittsburgh? Yeah, his arm can can cut through that, though. It gets a little sloppy or the dome where I've got controlled environments. True. Which team is closer right now, Saints or Steelers? Am I throwing to Michael Thomas? It's a good question. Great question. Dennis Allen. Miss Michael Thomas. What could he get out of? Yeah, guard him. Jameis, can Tomlin get more out of him than Sean could? I don't know. It's a oh, great questions. You mentioned Tepper earlier this week, and yep. um, you got me hooked. I'm fascinated. Yeah. David Tepper, owner of the Panthers, doesn't see the world the way the rest of the world sees it, likes to take big swings. Go get Russell Wilson. Take the big swing. You'll go instantly just mm-hmm. go for it. Your defense, I talked about it at nauseum all offseason long. Young, feisty, dominant. They showed it most of the season. You have nice offensive playmakers. I was so bummed out, Triggs, that I wasn't there on Thursday so I could just embrace DJ Moore and say, you are awesome such team. a baller. I love DJ Moore. And I'm so sad that I missed him on that day uh, down o- over in Los Angeles. You instantly become the favorite in the division. Like You instantly could go and run people over. Russell Wilson would be the big swing. I would love to see it that, on that I team. I think they're a Super Bowl favorite with the Rams if they get Russell Wilson. I think it's Why not? Christian McCaffrey on the field ever? Like What's going on with him? I miss him. You miss Michael Maybe Thomas. not Super Bowl favorite. Him. Maybe yeah. you're right. We'd have to see with McCaffrey. But I think they immediately become the a- NFC South favorite. We're all... We all as a show we're always seduced by the Tepper thing because Peter you've sold it to us and you've educated us yeah. about what he's about I feel like he's coming in and he's not in here to do this half ass so to speak like I, I, I had a great life why did I own an NFL team so I can win not so I can be circling the drain in the NFC right. South so I think he fits the profile more than anybody of like just go do whatever it takes and get yeah. me a superstar I'm seize, tired of this he's the opportunity yeah yeah seems I- to fit Maybe. I want everyone to have the best weekend of the year. You too. Especially you three. Thank you, Sean, for being with us. But especially you you two. Have the best time, guys. You too. Love you. See you next week. See you next week, everybody. Not us! (laughs) Bye! You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. 
and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.